0: Hey there, you're listening to the Saving You is Killing Me podcast hosted by me, Andrea Seidel. I'm the author and founder of Saving You is Killing Me, Loving Someone with an Addiction. This podcast is for you if you're ready to find a way to struggle well, take back your power and live life happier while you're navigating loving or losing someone to addiction. I wholeheartedly believe that when you love someone with an addiction, your life gets damaged in some way. Since we can't control someone else's addiction, but we are greatly affected by it, the number one thing you can do is take back your power and focus on you. I believe happiness, joy, and well-being is available to anyone. So the thoughts and perspectives I share here on the show are my own and those of the guests on the show. If you ever hear anything that feels harmful or triggering, I'm pre-apologizing and I'm open to being better and value feeling feedback, and the permission to be human. That said, always take what you love, what feels good, and leave the rest. The conversations and tools I'll share here will give you everything you need to figure out exactly how to navigate addiction, put yourself first, and how to build resilience for your well-being in a way that feels really, really good. I use these tools to take back the power in my life, to build my strength back up and restore peace. And I teach my clients how to create their own version of a life where they can tap into their power and restore their happiness. My goal is for you to listen and leave saying, why is this the only family or spouse support system that doesn't make you feel like you're the problem? And it feels so energizing, empowering, and uplifting, thinking that you're not going crazy after all. All. I am here for you. Finally, please know you are not alone and you are worthy of prioritizing your well-being. So let's jump into the show. Hey there, Andrea Seidel here. I hope you're doing as good as can be. I know that sometimes it's really hard when you love someone with an addiction, there's ups and downs and Ah, so I don't miss being in the muck of loving someone with an addiction. And if you're there, I'm just sending you a huge hug because I know it's so hard. And you know, this podcast is all about supporting you wherever you are, whether you've left your addicted loved one, whether it's your child, whether you know, you're, you're in a relationship that you're trying to make work, or you've been, you know, with someone who's in and out of treatment. this podcast is for you because it's all about focusing on you so you can take your power back so you can look after you. And we're focused on you, not the addicted loved one in your life. Absolutely you, because you are worthy of putting yourself first and you are worthy of self-care and love and compassion. So... I have such a good podcast for you because I can't tell you how many times that I would be like, he would promise one thing and then I would get another. And he would say, I promise I won't do it again. And so his actions did not match his, what he was saying, what he was telling me. So I had to do a podcast on this idea of actions speak louder than words, especially when it comes to addiction. So you know, being pleasant to people is all well and good, right? And it's actually, it doesn't cost us anything. But when it comes down to it, words, they mean nothing if they're not accompanied by actions, right? Like if we're being pleasant and we're saying great things, or we're getting love letters, or we're getting, you know, um, promises. Now, those words, they actually mean nothing if they're not accompanied by some sort of action that supports it. So, We can all say something, right? But what it comes down to is actions well, they speak much more than words. Words mean nothing if they're not followed by action. And this is so common, right? How many times have you been promised again and again that your addicted love on you know, they, they won't do, and then just insert the addiction right there, right? They won't drink, they won't gamble, they won't do drugs again, or right? And maybe they did mean it in that moment, but the problem with addiction is that They just can't stick to it. So these promises become these things that are just words because their actions don't support it. So you can see how there's a huge problem here, right? And it's so hard for us who love someone with an addiction because that breaks all kinds of trust. So we as families, wives, husbands, friends, whatever we are, you know, we believe it obviously the first time and then maybe the second time, maybe the third time, but then we slowly realize that these words actually mean nothing and we can't trust them. And I have to say it's so exhausting. And I'm sure if you're listening, you're probably thinking, yes, that is so what happens. It's just like, oh my gosh, you, you can't trust them anymore. You can't trust their words. And so it really is exhausting. So part of this um, is to do with this idea of denial. So many of our addicted loved ones in our lives, they are in denial. Like they basically are not realizing that there is a problem or that the extent of their problem is so grand. And so this idea is, is they believe themselves that they don't have a problem. So they're saying these things that they think that they can stick to, but then their addiction is so strong that they're not able to follow through on their promises or they're not able to follow through on what it is that they are saying. So, you know, then they end up, you know, drinking or using or gambling again and it's devastating because it just goes on and on. And so the the reality is is that they it's a problem. They do have a problem. So they're, but they're in denial about it. So they try to make these promises to us that they cannot keep. So they make these promises to themselves that they initially believe, I like to think, or maybe they're and manipulating or um, lying so that they can feed their addiction. And then that's a whole nother element of their act, their their actions speak louder than their words, right? So this idea is is that actions don't match their words, right? The nature of addiction is that someone with drug or alcohol or gambling or any addiction, they have one goal and that is to continue to support their addiction. And addicts will say anything that they don't mean, right? And they will manipulate any situation in order to get their desired results. So what comes with that is lying, manipulating, and And, and that is devastating, right? So what they're saying to us don't always match what, what they're doing. So we might think that, you know, love could be more powerful than any substance or any abuse. And I remember thinking if he just loved me, he would stop. Or maybe sometimes people think that, you know, if we love hard enough that they might seek treatment, all these things, right? There's no way to avoid this biological effect of addiction. Addiction is so powerful, and it plays with the reward centers in the brain, and it becomes so strong. And then what happens is, is that the addicts in our life, they are really succumb to this addicted behavior, right? It's almost automatic. So anyone who is getting in the way of their addiction, or anything that might stand in the way of their their fix, or their their drink or their gambling becomes an obstacle. I remember I became an obstacle. Like I, as soon as I found out what I was dealing with, he no longer wanted to be Have me in his life because I was an obstacle to his addiction. And so addicts will tell their friends, they'll tell their families, they'll tell their spouses, you know, what we want to hear because they want to get them off their back or maybe they want to get away with their addiction or maybe they want to be secretive about it or maybe they're in denial about it, like I just mentioned before. And so this happens because the addicts are very skillful at manipulating and being dishonest because they are protecting their addiction. They are 100% ad- protecting their addiction, right? And this addiction completely changes that person that we loved, that person that we could once trust, that person that we, you know, now you don't even recognize them sometimes. I remember thinking like, where are you? Are you in there somewhere? Or I would think like, oh my gosh, like, what like he was an empty vessel of the version of the person that I fell in love with. He wasn't there anymore. Addiction took such hold and he just became a raging sort of stressed out ups and downs kind of individual that it wasn't the person that I fell in love with anymore. And so addiction literally changes the person that we could trust. Like I trusted him with everything in the first few years I was in, in with him until I found him in my Car in my purse, in my wallet. And the funniest part is when I first caught him, he says, oh, I was looking for the bolt for your tire. I'm like, oh. And then I walked around the corner and I saw my wallet on the floor. He goes, oh, I was looking for my visa because I think I lost it. And I'm like, so I knew, like it was lies and manipulation. I c- could not trust him. I literally had to start, like, pulling, bringing my wallet and sleeping with it, or keeping it hidden in my room. So you can see how addiction is terrible. It makes the person that you once could trust, you can no longer trust them because addiction is so powerful. Right? It's it's just compulsive, chronic, um, like they' they it's psychologically changing it's habit forming addiction will change the effects that it has on their brain and it changes their behavior that is why you cannot trust them you cannot trust them when they're in active addiction it is it it's a force you cannot cannot go up against right so by understanding the nature of addiction this is the key um it's hard as friends and family and spouses to understand how an addicted loved one like who you who like how they could they be so dishonest and just like like you can't trust them anymore and so the idea is is that now you you need to understand the nature of addiction right you can feel very shocked, you can feel very betrayed, because your loved one's caught up in lie after lie after lie. Their actions don't speak as loud, like their 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 words don't match their actions, in other words. They don't, and basically the secret is, is that addicts are sick. They are suffering. They are overwhelmed by cravings, and they want want to do one thing, and that's it. They want to feed their addiction, right? So it literally rewires their brain. So understanding that this how addiction affects their brain is basically, you know, they're, they're this idea of these dopamine levels in their brain increase and this triggers this sense of well-being and it helps them to feel motivated and in addiction addictive substances like drugs or alcohol or gambling or anything they create sometimes an unnaturally level high level of this dopamine and it's intensified and it's it's reinforcing this strong desire to repeat that experience to repeat the behavior and so they put this above all else. So it's so important. I can't emphasize this more to understand this, that it's not you. Uh, their addiction is what's making them... So lie is helps help them break rules. It makes them manipulate. It makes them... Right? So their behaviors, there. that is what's speaking. So when you look at and you have an addicted loved one in your life they will crush all trust. And it is so common. And I can't tell you how many times, you know, when people want to come into the saving you is killing me support group, one of the things that they say when they enter the group that they're struggling with the most is this, I can't trust them anymore. I've lost all trust, right? So trust is, is something that is so lost because of this lying like they their their words mean nothing after a while because it's just repetitive behavior that is not supporting what they're saying so trust is basically you believe that they are honest that they are sincere that they won't harm you when you trust someone you tr- there is it comes from consistency and it comes from that you know this idea of like if they say one thing their actions support it now you can see how trust is so broken when you love someone with an addiction because they'll say one thing but then their behavior doesn't match what they're saying and their behavior is so unconsistent consistent and bizarre and changing and not like the normal person that you fell in love with or the previous person. So regularly they're showing you their consistency is that's how we build trust when they are consistent, when they say one thing and they back it up with action, that is how we build trust. So you can see how addiction, oh my gosh, is so common. So the lies of addiction, right? Like basically it's, it's, they're self-preserving, they're preserving their addiction and addicts, they feel such overwhelmed for the addicted substance or behavior that they, they basically, they may believe that they can survive without it and they might make promises, but they also feel so forced to deal with that stress of like, what they're desiring, right? They need to get it. So they put that above everything else is self-preservation. They don't care about anything else. And then the reality of the situation may to be, it's so hard for them to bear that, you know, they feel a sense of hopelessness and they feel a sense of shame. And so in, to avoid this, you know, anger and disappointment expressed by, you know, us and the loved ones, the addict may even create, you know, a a false pretend reality and hide it from us. Or, you know, so this is another reason why we lose trust and why their actions don't match their behavior. Right. So this is, this is where the lies and the stories come up and they may come to believe, you know, or have a double life even. And so they may also be in such denial of their own behavior that they believe that loved ones are actually at fault. And they might even believe that you're causing the problem in the relationship. Hello, that's exactly my addicted loved one would pick fights for me so that he could leave. So they may actually believe or convince themselves that there's a problem in this relationship and they need to get out. But really the problem is their addiction and that's what they're trying to support and that's what they're trying to fulfill. And so, so don't be surprised, you know, if you get uh, basically blamed for the disruption of your relationship or, you know, and so the thing is that they, the addict may even think that she or he can handle their drugs or alcohol or their addiction and that they have it in control and um, they don't know why that their family or their spouses may be trying to control them. So you can see how this is so crazy, right? These are all all ways that we lose this trustworthiness, this this ability to trust. And trust enables us to feel safe. It provides protection. It helps us build and strengthen relationships. So you can see how there is a big problem here. How when you love someone with an addiction, it is so challenging because trust is abused. Um, it's easy to feel manipulated and, and then it's just really, really struggling. It's a huge struggle. So the idea here is, is that when we trust someone, they're showing consistency, right? We can count on them when needed, right? Toxic relationships, they're characterized by lack of trust, controlling behaviors, and frequent lying. Oh my gosh. So when you love someone with an addiction, basically your relationship does and can become very toxic. And you probably don't need me to tell you that. (laughs) And I laugh, but I'm like laughing, not laughing. So actions really do speak louder than words, right? So if you say actions speak louder than words, you're basically meaning that that person's actions show the real attribute, what's really going on. And that's what you need to go by. So it's really this expression is that what we want to do is recognize that what someone does has more value than what someone says, what someone does is actually more of the truth than what they're saying. So, you know, a husband can say to a wife that I love you, you know, they can say it over and over again, but it's really the actions that he would take that will make her feel loved. So again, this idea is, is that actions do really speak louder than words and it's easy to make these statements, but The actions is really what supports it. And the actions is really the evidence that we need to be looking at. So I can't emphasize this more. And I hope this kind of provides you with a little bit of insight of this idea is that it's easier to talk about something than it is to actually do things. So the message here is to follow the action. Look at that. Behavior speaks more truth than words. So when you're in this mock of loving someone with an addiction, what you want to do, a better way of interpreting their behaviors and there is to look at their actions because they speak more truthfully. And so if you want to um, really have more uh, ammunition or, or, or I don't even know the word, if you really want to feel like there's... Um, if you want to look at the truth of a situation, the principle here is to look at patterns, is to look at behavior, is to look at actions, right? And that if this pattern is repeated and there's cycles and you see actions, that let this be an indicator for you. Let this be a way of understanding to see things more clearly, to be a better way that you can gauge the situation that you're in so that you can move forward in a healthy way way for yourself. So you can move forward in a way to maybe practice boundaries or exercise boundaries and to help yourself, right? With making honest decisions, really seeing things as they really are. So in summary, actions really do speak louder than words and they're more truthful. And more often than we'd like to admit it, the truth uh, is in someone's behaviors. It's not in their statements. It's not in their words. It's not in the way that they're talking to us. So to understand people, we really need to look at the behavior as a guide to understand what's really going on and to be honest with ourselves. So I just invite you to remember that actions speak louder than the words and look at the actions and the behaviors around you and and just to also understand this whole idea of the you know behind addiction understanding the nature of addiction and why it is that they might be lying and and speaking in a way that's not supportive for us and not not honest right and so addiction is so powerful and we really want to know that we can look at the actions of behavior and then step away and we can make better decisions for ourselves. We can create better boundaries for ourselves. We can make better choices based on their actions and not their words. So that's it, my friends. I hope that helps you a lot. I know I really felt in the muck of it that what, like I just like I lost all trust. It was so hard for me to navigate it, but then looking at the actions instead of the words helped me get so much clarity because I remember thinking there's no way I would even if I were like to be a fly on a wall watching this in like that behavior oh it was just so devastating but then I was convinced through words that you know things are going to get better so I just hope that helps you gain some insight and I'm sending you lots and lots of hugs Thank you for listening. If you want additional support, you can head on over to our website at savingyouiskillingme.com, where we have a wonderful, supportive, compassionate community. We are here for you. You are not alone. We also have a private Facebook group and Instagram feed called Saving You Is Killing Me, Loving Someone With An Addiction. Be sure to subscribe here so you get the latest episodes. And, of course, share this with your community and your support groups or anyone that's going through this struggle so we can all work together to take our lives back and restore joy. Thank you so much for joining me not only today but week after week. Although I wish we were meeting under different circumstances, I'm so grateful that I get to show up for you and share these episodes so that we can go on this journey together. Until next week, sending hugs.